Today's podcast is brought to you by Helion Technologies, the largest IT service provider exclusively serving the unique needs of automobile and heavy truck dealers for more than two decades. To learn more about Helion, please visit us online at heliontechnologies.com. Welcome to Helion Bite Size, where auto and heavy truck dealers can get short, digestible pieces of IT insight and advice. I'm your host, Jeff Mason. Today, we'll take a look at the most common cybersecurity vulnerabilities that cybercriminals take advantage of to rob your dealership. With me, as usual, is Eric Nockbar, founder and president of Helion Technologies. For those who don't know Eric, he's a certified information system security professional who's been working with dealers for more than two decades. Eric is an expert when it comes to applying IT and cybersecurity best practices to the unique needs of dealers. And he's even a classically trained chef, a true Renaissance man. So I have two questions for you. First, what's the most difficult recipe you've mastered and and why is it so difficult? And second, when you're doing an IT risk assessment, uh, what are some of the the um, major weaknesses that you come across? Yeah, so Jeff, as far as the recipe goes, um, I, I have a culinary degree. I, I took a break in college and, and decided to do that, and it was fun. Um, as far as the most difficult recipe uh, is that I've done is souffle. There's just a lot to it. There's multi steps to, to putting it together and assembling it. And you have to bake it exactly right, uh, and and you know it. If, if you make a single mistake, it falls and it, it doesn't work. And, and just as an aside, the easiest recipe I've made is marshmallows. I decided to do that over COVID. And if you see what's in a marshmallow, uh, you'd probably never eat one again. But homemade marshmallows are actually delicious. I love marshmallows. Uh, as far as dealership vulnerabilities, you know, it, and dealers aren't alone in this. I mean, we see the same vulnerabilities kind of across the board and, and cyber uh, security professionals like myself, you know, they, if you look across the industry and what we're talking about, it, it, dealers really fall, uh, you know, prey to the same the same weaknesses. And you could really classify those in a few different areas. Dealers struggle with endpoint security. And what that really means is, do you have the correct uh, protections on your computers to thwart possible cyber attacks and, and the typical things that they do to compromise a computer? Uh, they have poor data backups and recovery. So one of the big things is, um, you know, when you have issues, you need to have a good backup. So they struggle there. Um, you know, they have poor monitoring, so they don't really have good, uh, you know, technologies to see what's happening on the network. Uh, th- they struggle with um, credentials and authentication. So the, you know, the the thing we've seen over the years is that dealers will have, um, you know, uh, and of course we all suffer from this because you have to have all these different passwords, right? So they'll be written down or they'll, they'll follow kind of these weak requirements or we'll see administrative passwords that haven't changed for 15 years. So there's, there's just passwords aren't a good thing in dealerships and, and we understand they're difficult to manage. And another thing we just see, I, I would say that just kind of generally covers all of those items are just Lack of security awareness, um, you know, and, and and that's typical and it's understandable because this stuff has changed so quickly that, you know, dealers don't know what they don't know. And, and, and it's uncertain what they need to do to protect their business. Let's talk a little bit about each one of those of those weaknesses that, that you mentioned regarding endpoint security. Aren't you just talking about antivirus software? 
So that's part of it. Uh, you know, the, there's a layered approach. So having good patching, right, where you're secu- uh, closing the security vulnerabilities on a computer is key. Having good antivirus. There's definitely viruses out there that the cyber attackers are using to infiltrate infiltrate the system. Um, but ultimately, you know, none of those things today, and, th- and that's changed very quickly, are sufficient. When we talk about endpoint security, what we really mean is all of those layers. But I would say today, the most important layer there is having technology in place that runs on the computers, that's cloud-based, that is able to detect a, 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 an attack once a cyber criminal launches it. So the, the challenge with these, the way these cyber criminals are perpetrating these attacks is they're not using a virus. They'll get onto the computer and, and then they'll use kind of standard tools that don't appear to an antivirus technology to be something malicious. So they'll use VPN software to connect back into their data center. They use things that that aren't necessarily viruses. And that is when we talk about endpoint security today, uh, businesses and, and dealers specifically need technology that can detect those types of attacks. So what about data backup? Doesn't every dealer regularly back up their data? Well, the, sh- the short answer is no. Uh, when we look at dealerships, what we typically find is there's a lot of data in a lot of places. People have it locally on PCs. They have it on laptops. Um, they may have uh, DMS data that lives on-prem. Um, so there's a lot of different email we've seen. So th- there are a lot of data points that dealers have of things they store at the dealership or on the dealership computer systems that is important. And a big thing that these cyber criminals do are these ransomware attacks. And when a ransomware attack occurs, they lock up the data and, and that data is valuable and then they hold you hostage and hold you ransom. Well, the easiest way to deal with that is to actually delete the data they've encrypted, right? So they've made the data unavailable to you, delete it and restore from backup. And and we find not just in dealers, but if you see kind of across the board, when these attacks are occurring, businesses don't have good backups. Next, you mentioned um, uh, network segmentation and monitoring. Is this where security information event management or or SIEM comes in? It does. And and so, of course, now we're getting into these nerdy terms, um, you know, about SIEM and kind of monitoring what's happening. But here's here's the, the layperson's explanation of what we're talking about. So all of the computers and servers and network infrastructure that comprise a computer network have logs. So every transaction that occurs, right, that you signed into a computer or signed into Microsoft 365 or accessed a file um, or accessed a website on the Internet, all of those things are actually seen by the computer system and recorded. But the problem is it's such a tremendous volume of information, it really doesn't tell you much these days. So what SIEM technology does is it takes all of the things that are occurring on the computer network and it correlates those and it it paints a picture of what's happening across the computer network. And the thing is, is that cyber criminals launch attacks in very similar ways. I mean, it's not magic. They're trying to do specific things like trying a bunch of passwords from a list against servers. Well, those types of behaviors can be detected by AI. So what Seam does is you've got all of this data getting correlated to some cloud system. And then you've got an AI type computer system that looks at all of that and identifies that some sort of attack is either occurring or in progress. And that gives you the tools to then be able to, to 
intervene and mitigate that attack as it's occurring. And without that, I mean, you're flying blind. You have no idea what's happening on your computer network, even though the data is there. The last two items, uh, weak authentication and credential management, and then security awareness. This is sort of like the, the human side of cybersecurity. What are you seeing in dealers related to these two areas of weakness? Well, it, you know, security is inconvenient. I mean, that's what we always talk to people about. And, you know, who wants to remember all these passwords? I mean, it is maddening these days, right? I mean, I've got a uh, hundred different websites and applications I use in, in my professional and personal life, and I can't keep my passwords straight. I mean, half the time I have to do a password reset if I want to get into something. So, what we see in dealerships is there's this reluctance to change passwords, and that creates a huge vulnerability. Uh, and and you know people use the same passwords everywhere, so that creates a vulnerability because once one thing gets compromised, uh, you know it, it's compromised everywhere. So what are the things you can do? Well, as far as passwords go, the the best way to secure a computer system is what's called multi-factor authentication. And you're all familiar with this, right? You log into a bank website and it sends you an email, right? Or a text that says, here's your security code. Um, sometimes there'll be a token or a token that you use a little application on your, your uh, smartphone that gives you a one-time password. So multi-factor authentication is actually something that's very much possible today in dealerships and something we recommend. Uh, Microsoft has made that available, included with Office 365. So it's key that you put that in place. The second thing that, that we see is very important is security awareness training. And I would say when it comes to bang for your buck on protecting yourself, that's a huge area where dealers can, can add value. And the way it works is, you know, typically you have online training and you send continuous simulated attacks. So like phishing emails where you're trying to lure people into clicking links or putting data in. And that creates an awareness of what those emails look like um, for line level employees who typically they don't know what a what a phishing email looks like. They're aware that they're out there. But this creates, you know, for lack of a better term, paranoia where people stop clicking on things and verify things. Um, so that's huge. And the last thing I'll say that we see very typically in dealerships are people that have administrative rights that shouldn't. And it, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. People get given administrative rights over the years, usually to install software, to be able to make modifications themselves. And it's a dangerous practice. Those, those administrative access levels need to be really limited. So they're all very doable things that, that dealers can do. Um, you know, it just requires stopping and being aware and having a plan and kind of putting some more security measures in place. So it looks like from a IT best practice, cybersecurity best practice standpoint, there's lots of room for dealers to improve. Next time, we'll get into some of the specifics about exactly what dealers can do in order to level the playing field and better protect themselves from a cyber criminal. Well, that's it for today. I hope you found the discussion informative. See you next time.